Building Downtown. Building Downtown. Monday, January 27th. This is the Building Downtown. I'm your host, Jason Kelly. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the building dt you can follow me at j kelly mma j y k e l l m m a and don't forget to subscribe and follow on all your podcast platforms youtube itunes google spotify stitcher all them uh we are the building downtown on there and this way you will not miss any of our episodes you'll be updated immediately as soon as they come out uh rolling solo today krill could not be uh with us he's busy uh, with a prior engagement but don't worry he'll be back uh, for the next show absolutely and uh a rolling solo on a on a somber somber day uh yesterday sunday january 26 2020 kobe bryant basketball legend uh Touched many people in the world for reasons, uh, including basketball, plus outside of basketball. His greatness is the reason that uh, I think a lot of people are attracted to him. For myself, wanting to touch on this is because I played basketball uh, for a lot of years, up to a fairly highly high competitive level. And uh, Kobe Bryant was uh, a unique person to, uh, to look up to as a fan playing the sport of basketball. Uh, I'm 39, so I grew up in... My my years really like getting into it being a teenager were the years Michael Jordan was around. So Michael Jordan was the man. There's nobody ever going to be Michael Jordan, right? It's just like also when I grew up in Canada, uh, a hockey country, obviously, Wayne Gretzky was the man at that time. And um, parents, older people, like uncles, whatever, you know, they go on at times about Gordie Howe or Bobby Orr or these other great players. But to me, I wasn't around for them, so they didn't matter to me. Uh, Jordan was my guy. Uh, Kobe Bryant comes in. When Kobe came in the league in 96, he had an arrogance about him that I didn't like right away. I could not stand. He gets drafted by Charlotte and goes to the Lakers pretty much right away, which was being set up to be Shaquille O'Neal's team coming from Orlando, where he already established himself for some years. But Kobe came in with this arrogance about him. like he was, It's his team, and he's going to take over. And that's great, and there's glimpses of greatness and everything, and obviously coming out of high school, you know, you, you, your head's still stuck in your ass, definitely coming out of high school. Um, a lot of things still irked me about him, but um, I was also young and dumb. I was still in high school at this time, right? So uh, who am I to judge another one's character at that age? Still, though, uh, you know, and, and speaking of guys with attitudes, Allen Iverson came in the same draft as Kobe, and I was a huge Iverson fan. But there was something that really bothered me about Kobe, but I, I admired the way he played. And seasons went on, and he got better, and, and obviously matured more, and I had admired his play even more. Watching him as a fan was, was you know, turning into this great thing. And then Shaq left, and it was Kobe's team now. So Shaq's gone to Miami, it's Kobe's team now, and uh, it's his time to, to really shine. But then the Jordan comparison started, and the comparisons were numerous not just like there's a similarity in certain parts of the game we we hear that with uh, different uh, superstars over the years you know they have a similarity to a magic or or michael or whatever it may be but with kobe there was a lot of comparisons in all aspects of the game um, on off the court their mindset and attitude towards winning all these things so me being the jordan guy uh, i that that pissed me off and made me hate kobe even more but still really admired watching him play. Then, you know, I get older and, and start just appreciating him playing without having the, the, the animosity towards him for no reason other than what I came to realize was the comparison of Jordan. So 
it took a long time for me to fully appreciate, not, not appreciate Kobe's play, but appreciate all of Kobe, appreciate his winning spirit, appreciate the, the greatness behind, you know, just not just, not just him on the court, like the the greatness, the the willingness to get it done, the you know <clears throat> the the Jordan with the flu type thing, like he you know his 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 ability to win and, and go to those places and uh, you know get on the court and treat it treat every single play like like this is it and, and this is this is the end right this is the last play and what I had come to realize is that it wasn't anything so much about uh, Kobe himself that I didn't that I didn't like it was that. Uh, the comparisons to Jordan, even from an early age, the comparisons to Jordan. Because, like I said, me coming from that Jordan era, it was almost like, how dare you? Nobody can be as great as him. And appreciating that helped me appreciate in other athletic sentiments to such combat sports. Uh, you know, if I'm watching a UFC fight and I covered MMA for a long time, I could not necessarily have to pick a winner loser going into the fight. I don't have to cheer for for a guy. I can appreciate and if I'm cheering for a guy, I can appreciate if the other guy starches my guy. And the same thing with basketball. And it, it's helped me appreciate the greatness that we're seeing in any athlete in, in, in any form of athletics, right? It could hockey, basketball, baseball, football, MMA, whatever you're into, right? And being that that uh that creative an athlete where you exemplify greatness to that point it transcends you know athletics everything else like this is a a a symbol for greatness that started based on his ability to play basketball and go down as one of the top players to ever play the game and then use that platform to touch so many people and and touch so many lives and uh, inspire so many people uh, I think is absolutely remarkable and sure he had his mishaps, obviously, you know, trouble with the law, his marriage, uh, and all these things were put on public display, uh, and it seemed like he grew from them, uh, and I think that is another thing that people look up to in him. Uh, people have their opinions on, obviously, his criminal case and uh, obviously being unfaithful to his wife. That's not what this this is, is about right now, so we're not going to dig into that a whole bunch, but seeing a man you know, have to deal with those things on a public platform like that and, and conquer them and be brought into or accepted back into everyone's good graces. That's a, it's a redemption story. And people, people love those. There's a, a million and one reasons people have been affected by this. And, you know, if we're keeping it strictly on basketball, we can just take a quick second and take a look at some of this man's stats from his career. I mean, for God's sakes, he was fourth in points and he just moved down from number three because uh, LeBron just um, actually, uh, took over the third spot the night before uh, Kobe passed away and uh, number three in free throws made number six in field goals made there's no question his his offensive abilities were incredible uh, but he was also a, a monster on the defensive end too um, you know he wasn't killing the the blocks and steals and and uh, some of the other the stats where the numbers really show but uh, he was a great defender um, he played both sides of the court, always hustling. And in, I came across something really neat, actually, from businessinsider.com. And it was about uh, some of the records that Kobe still holds. And they're uh, unique records that aren't just based on uh, numbers. Uh, it's called 12 Major NBA Records that are still held by Kobe Bryant. And uh, like I said, you can find that on businessinsider.com. Uh, Bryant is still the youngest player to ever start an NBA game. Uh, barely, a, barely a year after he became and remains the youngest ever player to feature in an All Star game. 
It was a fixture he would go on to dominate over the years, earning a joint record for most MVP awards in an All-Star game. Scored the most points in a single game in the modern NBA era, and as a Canadian native, a person of Canada, person still living in Canada, right by the GTA, how could I uh, not mention that 81-point game against the Toronto Raptors? That was... Uh, a tough night to be a Raptors fan, for sure. But once again, I mean, you just sit there and marvel over the, the greatness of the opponent. Scored more points, more free throws, and made more turnovers than any other guard in history. That right there speaks to both ends of the court, like I said. I mean, it's it's both ends of the court and making it count when you really need to with the free throws, right? I, free throws go, go a long way, ask Shaq. One of only four players to win 15 All-NBA team honors. He was also one of only four to win nine all-defensive first-team honors. He scored the most points ever in a single arena. In 20 seasons with the Lakers, he hit 16,161 points at the Staples Center, just under half his career total. Insane. At 37, he became and still is the youngest ever to reach 33,000 points. Soon after, he became the oldest player to ever score over 60 points in a single game. And that was against the Utah Jazz in 2016. I mean, yeah, like I said, if we're keeping it on basketball, incredible, incredible. So looking at, uh, you know what, uh, all I could speak on is what he's, you know, what I could take away from things. And over the past 24 hours, obviously, I've thought a lot more about that and about how, uh, you know the the way the 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 way he affected my life, not personally, but as a fan of basketball and being a basketball player. Um, talk a little bit about his NBA stats, and uh, anytime a person of significance leaves this earth, and it's not to place anyone's life above another's, but some people have a platform; they can affect more people than your everyday person. We take a look at what Kobe has left behind it's it's i think shocking to anyone knowing that you know someone with the finances are in order their businesses are in order they're obviously in peak health condition they're not doing anything that crazy you know there's people that i myself i'm i it would take a lot for me to get on a helicopter no matter what people like that with planes people are like that with cars people are like that with roller coasters all kinds of things where there's some sort of danger. But uh, Kobe went real young, doing something that he's done many times before, flying in a helicopter. So it's not like he went the way of the 27 Club or something, where he overdosed on drugs or he was living reckless or something like that. And I think that's really what... Uh, I think that's what really blows people away. On any given day, your number can be called no matter what your status is in life. It's also not something I think is necessary to remember Kobe. Uh, Kobe can be remembered for a lot of things. I think a lot of people, first and foremost, will recognize him as a basketball player, but also a father, a husband, a guy who has mishaps, a, a guy who, like, high school to date of death, you know, he, his life has been on a platform Everything we viewed him as has been on a platform, and he's held up pretty well. So we need to let his memory live on. So please, for all that is good in the world, every time you crumple up that piece of paper and turn around to hit that fadeaway jump shot into the trash bin, don't stop yelling, Kobe. Till next time, this is The Building Downtown. Black Mamba out.
Building downtown. Building downtown. Building downtown. Building downtown.